0: Well, oh, good morning, everybody. Good morning. It is lovely to be back, and I have missed you. I've been struggling with fitting into Carrick Baptist Church, where there's two or three hundred people, and you're just kind of uh, sitting amongst people that you don't really know. So it's, it's lovely to be in this uh, wee place again. I think sometimes churches can get too big but anyway that's only my opinion but it's great to be here I want to read from James chapter 4 James chapter 4 on verses 6 to 10 and uh, it's up on the screen but he gives us more grace that is why the scripture says God opposes the proud Humble yourselves before the Lord and he will lift you up. Somebody asked me, oh, well, two or three people asked me had I been doing any fishing? And I said, no, the weather's too cold for fishing. But i tell you what I have been doing. I've been doing a wee bit of cooking. And in the cold weather, I've been making different kinds of soup going to give you a recipe. A very, very simple recipe that you can make. If I can make it, you can make it. And it's just two of everything. Two sweet potatoes, two white potatoes, two red peppers, two red chilies, two small onions, two pints of vegetable stock, and two cloves of garlic if you're into that kind of thing. And you just cut it all up, throw it in the pot, boil it for half an hour, and then blitz it on its Beautiful. Lovely. Why am I showing you a recipe? Well, the book of James is a very practical book. It's all about how to live the Christian life in a very practical way. It deals with almost every issue that you would ever face on a day-to-day basis as a Christian. And in these verses that we have before us in James chapter 4 there's a recipe for Christian living and I want to give you a recipe for a better spiritual life if you want to have a really good spiritual life and to live for God the way he wants you to live here's a recipe so forget about the soup if you don't want to make the soup I don't care You'll be missing out on a lovely soup. But I would really rather that you would take this recipe and that you would put it into practice. And it has six ingredients in this recipe. And the first one is very simple. First ingredient. Submit yourselves to God. That's the first thing. Submit yourselves to God. Many years ago uh, I used to love Saturday afternoons because there was wrestling on the TV and there were boys like Big Daddy and Billy Two Rivers and all. Alec remembers them. Oh yes. We are the same shape as them now, Alec. Well <laughs> <Yes. laughs> then the wrestling you know the way you, the way that a wrestler won was you had to have three submissions. And uh, that was really a forced submission. When one boy like Big Daddy got on top of you and uh, squished you to pieces, you, you banged the floor because you were submitting. That was forced submission. But that's not what James is talking about here. He's talking about voluntary submission. About coming to God as a subject before a king and saying God I'm yours and I want to do whatever you want me to do years and years ago I used to be in engineering and there were these boys young fellows, called apprentices and they would do your head in because they were always coming to you saying what do you want me to do next what do you want me to do next what do you want me to do next and you had to tell and they were there they were so keen to do what you wanted them to do and that's what, that's what God wants as Christians that's what we need to do that's the first ingredient to come before God all the time saying God what do you want me to do next when you get up every morning come to God and say Lord here I am I'm willing to do whatever you want me to do. Um, that's a bit alien to us. We we'll live in, a, in, a, in an age of, I was going to say rebellion, but you know what it's like. I mean, kids rebel against their parents as part of being our, our sinful nature. Uh, Pupils rebel against their teachers, workers against their bosses, and uh, citizens against the government. And, and, and when we're living in an age where everybody's talking about their rights, and when we come before God, we don't need to talk, want to talk about our rights, we want to talk about, Lord, here I am, what's my responsibility? I'm here, bowing before you, submitting yourself to us, to you. And we need to pray for grace to do that because there's something in us all that wants to do our own thing, isn't there? We we always want to do our own thing. There's something in us all about that. But if we're to really live for God the way he wants us to, We need to do it God's way. Frank Sinatra used to sing a song years ago. I did it my way. If you're a Christian, you can't do it your way. You need to do it God's way. Good, darling. I knew you would finish that sentence for me. (laughs) That's what I miss. (laughs) You need to do it. God's way. Submit yourself to God. So that's the first ingredient. Submit yourself to God, and that means submit yourself in the things that you believe and how you behave. Second ingredient (coughs) resist the devil resist the devil you know you don't have if you're a Christian you don't have to pick a fight with the devil he's coming after you I heard somebody say one time a thief never breaks into an empty house and one of the signs that you're a Christian is that the devil's at your heels because he's coming after you he knows you're not an empty house Uh, 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 and he wants to bring you down and he will do that in so many different ways I'm going to resist him over Christmas we had a stray dog turned up at our house and We wanted rid of it, didn't want it to stay, we didn't want it. And so, tried to get it out of the backyard, tried to get it to go away. And I one time forcibly got it out through the back gate and up.
1: Oh, Would well, it come back?
0: <laughs> it kept coming back. And the devil's a wee bit like that. He keeps coming back. And that's why when James was writing this he says that the tense is keep on resisting him. He can't just you know, if you resist him once and he goes away, let me tell you he's coming back. He's coming back. He's like Arlene Foster's crocodile. <laughs> he's coming back. But here's the second ingredient. If you want to live a good Christian life, you've got to keep on resisting. And that means effort. That means saying, uh, no, how do you resist the devil? When he comes and he tempts you to, to tell a lie. You say, no. I'm not going to tell that lie. When the devil comes and he, he tempts you, to take something that doesn't belong to you. How do you resist them? You say no. When he tempts you to, to say those things that you shouldn't say. To use foul language. To do whatever it is that, 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 that he comes and tempts you to do. How do you resist them? You say no. I'm one of the wonderful things about being a Christian is that you have God's Holy Spirit within you and and you can call upon God and His Holy Spirit to help you to give you the power to give you the strength to say no to the devil and to resist him so fight back resist Don't let him get the victory. Whatever it is that the devil tempts you with, resist it. And there's a wee promise here. What does it say? He will flee from you. That doesn't mean he won't come back. He will come back. But if you resist him, he'll go away. Keep on resisting, he'll keep on going away. Don't give in. All rights and evasions. Don't let the devil get a foothold. Don't let him get his toe in the door. Keep him out by resisting him. That's the second ingredient. What was the first one? Submit. That's it. I'm glad you were listening, Nevin. Submit yourself to God. Second ingredient. Resist the devil. Third one, draw near to God. Draw near to God. Someone said one time, if God feels far away from you, who moved? Wasn't God? It was you. How do you how do you draw near to God? Well, you draw near to God in various ways. Prayer, praying to God. You can't, you know, when you when you when you come to pray, you're coming near to God, and and, and God invites you as a Christian to come, to come near to Him to come and. To make your wants and your wishes and your requests known to him at the throne of grace in prayer. So draw near to God in prayer. In worship, be draw near to God. That's what we come to church for. To draw near to God. In God's word, when we open up the Bible and we read God's word, we're drawing near to God. That's something that we need to do. I love what the psalmist writes in Psalm 23 and 28. He says, it is good for me to draw near to God. It does you good to draw near to God. And if you're a Christian, that's something, again, you need to do continually. If you want to live a successful, spiritual, Christian life, you've got to draw near to God. And if you're not a Christian, the only way you can can get to God and get close to God and be accepted by God is through Jesus. Through putting your faith and trust in Him. And if you've never done that, you need to do it. And you need to do it now. It's not the kind of thing you need to be putting off. Dorothea was talking about a lady who, who... Who fell down the stairs? I'm sure she didn't think that her life was going to end. And that happens all the time. So you need to get saved while there's still time. You need to come to God. Number four clean up your life. Lend your hands, you sinners, and purify your hearts, you double-minded. What does that mean? Well, it means we need to stop making excuses for bad attitudes, for our unkindness, for 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 the things that we do that are wrong. You know, you know the things that make you feel dirty. I don't know what they are in your life. I know what they are in me. The things that make you feel dirty before God. The things that make you feel guilty. You've got to deal with them. You've got to clean up your life. And the first way to deal with them is you you, you come to God because the only way that your sin can be cleansed of the muck can be taken out of your life is through the blood of Jesus. And the only way that we're going to get rid of that muck and that dirt is by coming again to Jesus and to his cross. What can wash away my sin? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. But there's more than that here. There's stuff going on in your life and mine. And, and, and We need to stop it. need to stop it. need to deal with it. And God can give us the power to do that. Because he's all powerful. He's almighty. He's the one who has all power. Clean up your life. Someone said one of, the, one of the prayers that we need to pray sometimes is get down before God and say, Lord, show me the truth about myself. And when you say that, get a pencil and a pen and a piece of paper and write down what God's showing you about yourself. You know, when you do that, you discover it's not a pretty picture. It's not a pretty picture. We all know about ourselves. And we all know that we need cleansing from our sin. And we all need know that we need to deal with stuff in our lives that's there, that maybe has been going on for years and we haven't ever taken time to deal with it. You'll never have a strong, spiritual life until you deal with those issues. Number five, take God seriously. Take your relationship with God seriously. I mean, when you read this, you sort of think to yourself, well, this is not the Christian life that I signed up for be wretched and mourn and weep and let your laughter be turned to mourning and your joy to gloom. Hey, there's not much much joy in that. James is not saying that, that being a Christian and living for God is a killjoy. He's not saying that. What he's really saying is that we need to take our relationship with God seriously. We need to take sin seriously. We we live in an age. We live in a generation where sin is laughed at, made fun of, made light of. Doesn't really matter. Well, it does matter. And one of the signs that you're a a Christian is that whenever you do something wrong, you feel it in here. You feel it. That's a good sign when you do something bad and you feel bad about it that's a good sign because that's a sign that the Holy Spirit within you is feeling grieved so take your relationship with, with God seriously uh, once we see sin as it really is We'll not make light of it. we realize that sin hurts God. Sin was so serious that God sent (coughs) His Son to die on the cross (coughs) for our sin. That's how serious it was. So take your relationship with God seriously. Don't, Don't compromise your relationship with God for a flirtation with the world and with the things that it offers. Mm -hmm. And one final ingredient Humble yourself Humble yourself before God It's so easy to have a high opinion of yourself. That, you know, there were three girls in our house. On uh, used to be, you know, whenever they were hit their teens, they started into the makeup. You know, getting the let me on and, and spend hours looking in the mirror, thinking, "Aren't I really good looking?" well that was okay but when we look into God's mirror we realize you know we need to humble ourselves before God and anything that I am if I do happen to be good looking like me it's because God made me that way <laughs> but to realize about. None of us, none of us have anything to brag about, to puff to blow about. Because we're all sinners. At the end of the day, we're all sinners. And so we need to humble ourselves before God. And, and you know, there's a promise here, and it says that he will lift you up. Humble yourself before God. He will lift you up. Get down low before him. Humility is not something that comes naturally to us as human beings. But it's something that should come naturally to us as Christians. Because the very fact that we are Christians indicates that we accept we're sinners and we accept that Christ is the only Savior of sinners. So, can you remember the ingredients for a good spiritual Christian life? Number one submit yourself to God Number two resist the devil Number three here draw near to God Number four clean up your life. Number five take God seriously. On number six on shell. So forget about the soup recipe. But don't forget about the crystal knife. Yes. Thank you for listening.